Welcome along to Crunching Gears, Season 1, Episode 11, Part 1. In this episode, we speak to the legend that is James Cullen. We look at his early career and the Avenger, moving on to the Sunbeam, becoming target of course for the Donegal International Rally, getting his hands on the ex Donegal Rally winning Mark II escort, and then moving into the Escona. And we'll look at the age old question. Could call the one idiot. This and a whole lot more. I hope you enjoy. And there is a new leader, James Cullen. Quite excited. It's quite a new thing, you know. And it's nice to be up there for a change, isn't it? Well, now, of course, the other news is that Billy Coleman is in a perfectly healthy metro and absolutely charging back up the field, albeit uh, maybe four or five minutes behind. Can you deal with that sort of pressure? Depends on how sort of pace we set this evening. We're meaning to try and finish the event now and like second will be a good result for us, even even behind Coleman, but you never know. It's indeed happiness in the hills for Mark and Terry Harriman and Ford's third tarmac win in a row, but it's not been easy. It's um, been one of the hardest rallies that I've ever had to do. It's fantastic. The roads are very fast. Thankfully it stayed dry. So um, that was a bit of a help for us, really. And what about the Donegal stages? Did you enjoy them? Yeah, incredible. Really fantastic. I mean, they must be the fastest tarmac <laughs> stages in the world, I would think. I've never driven on roads so fast. And that really is a big challenge for us. So uh, it was a real experience. I'm really chuffed to come out with a win. Well, you, you've got to win first time out, but it's, uh, that's not a new experience for you, Terry. Third time victory in Donegal, I believe. Yes, uh, Donegal's been very... I've always liked Donegal, and it seems to like me. Um, it's the third win. Seven outings, three wins in two seconds. Uh, Not a bad record. Yeah. How does this one compare with the other two victories? Just as good. Just as good. Um, maybe more satisfying at my time of life. And the champagne's going to taste just as sweet? Better. <laughs> the professionals have won the day, and the vast crowds in Letterkenny have two heroes. If is a big word in rallying, but if the Friday hold-ups had not occurred, anyway, James is pleased to be home. Uh, it's really super coming back into one's own hometown and seeing all these people here rooting for you, you know, and it's made a big difference all weekend, especially after the first day. It was a bit disappointing. And, do you, do you uh, notice things like that whenever you're on the stages? <coughs> I mean, can you hear the people cheering you on? You, today you could hear them and you could see them coming out and the hands up and it was really, it just helps motivate you, of course, like, because, but, um, it's been a good rally and it's been really well organised and it's just typical Donegal rally, the best. Welcome along to Crunching Gears. In this episode, we speak to Donegal man, James Cullen. James will be a name that will be familiar to many and his exploits behind the wheel of a rally car will be, I'm sure it's going to be a fascinating tale. So, welcome along, James. Evening, Kevin. Oh, all the best to you, everybody, and I'll see you. See what happens now, but at least we got it going, so yes. <laughs> it's always a good start. Yes, the first stage and see what happens. Right. <laughs> we'll, we'll take it handy with the first stage and see how we get on. Oh, Jesus, I don't want to put her off on the first stage now, no. after all this. <laughs> As you can see now, that I'm a, I'm a bad generation that's not very tech friendly, but I <laughs> four, three, two, one, go. Go, go, go. <laughs> so, James, how, what sparked your interest in Ryan in the first place? Uh, no, that's, I have to think that's a long, long time ago. Uh, <laughs> oh, it has to be the Donegal Rally, of course, Kevin. Uh -huh. You know, the fact the rally came to the town and uh, you couldn't miss it. Yes. And scrutiny was down in McMahon's and all those sort of real exotic cars that were about. And if you didn't anything in your DNA at all, so you were down to see. Uh -huh. I remember seeing Porsches and uh, stuff like that that like you, you couldn't dream of. Like it was, I think uh -huh. that's where it all started. Like, because I've done a lot of athletics and stuff before that and football and everything you know what we're mm -hmm. what we're tied up on and but i would always go out and watch the rally and i remember cycling out not far from the house here where we are now to watch a stage or two mm -hmm. and then i had um i had a motorbike accident then and uh it took me a while to get over that and of course then rory i used to play football with rory kennedy was mm -hmm. a neighbor of mine as well you see okay so that was the next. Uh, that was the next part of the jigsaw. So once I couldn't play football anymore or run, then I had to get a had to get a different plan. So, uh, Rory was still at school now. I was older than him, so, yes. but his dad Jim right. uh, rallied an awful lot at that time, and so the car was only down the road, and 
Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're sponsored by the oil company, and and that was a huge thing for us to have someone around here that did the Donegal Rally, like and used to be down and all the uh-huh. all the buzz before the rally and all that sort of thing. So, of course, yeah. Uh, that's where it all came from, and then um, I started co-driving. Mm-hmm. That's where I started. I think I marshaled about joined the motor club. I think then, mm-hmm. uh, obviously, and then done wee bits and pieces, uh, marshaling bits and I think timekeeping, and then. Um, mm-hmm. One night, then a good friend of mine, Paul Shields, had a 1600E purple Cortina. That was a fair yoke in the day. This would be '74, mm-hmm. maybe, and around that time, you know, okay. when the Donegal Rally was at it, it was really big then with Corley and Coleman and all that. Yes. So we did the navigation rally anyway, mm-hmm. and uh, we got round. We, we made a few boo boos here and there. We learned an awful lot. I remember it well. We bust the sunk somewhere, and <laughs> we kept throwing oil in it. We had to get the petrol stations to get oil, and funny enough, we got a prize that night, and the prize was three gallon of oil. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's true. Uh, so um, then Paul got a thirteen hundred E Cortina. Mm-hmm. No, not Cortina. Mark Mark one Escort. All oh, lovely things. So that yes. was uh, obviously put a roll cage in that, and we ended up doing. Uh, my first stage rally in Balna and that now you've done number numerous navigation rallies and stuff like yes. that. Uh-huh. Even to the point like and, and navigation rallies back then were big. You did them in the same a lot of people did them in the same car as they did the rally in. Right, okay. Like Avengers and uh Sunbe- oh, no Sunbeams and all uh-huh. Avengers and stuff like that. Uh-huh. And uh, I was looking at, I did one with Derek <laughs> with Derek McMahon one night navigating for him. <laughs> Had a two-liter proper. He was just he was giving it a bit of a run out, and then there was um there was a big thing here. He was the club championship, uh-huh. and Donegal, and that was uh, still big yet. Like, but it was really big then. It was even mm-hmm. Harvey and Noel Harvey, and then because Derek, you got points for the doing the rallies, you got points for the navigation rally, so on and so forth. Like mm-hmm. that, you know. Uh, so myself and Derek set sail, and I, <clears throat> and uh, first couple of time points, and I was just going great, and then. Oh, this thing in our bike. Um, switches on her for all sorts of, you know, lamps for the side and lamps for the top. So I started to sort of flick on these side ones. He <laughs> <laughs> goes, hi, boy. You navigate and I'll do the driving. <laughs> that was you, too. <laughs> that was me putting me place, like, you know, but, um, but it was lucky enough. I did a really lovely rally with Sammy Fisher one night. Oh, yeah. And we won the we won the rally outright, outright. Uh-huh. and we yellow, I sat in a yellow money and the seeing a navigation rally how you never sat in anything worse in your life. It right, it just for like a skateboard along some of them bad roads, <laughs> and there was a big battle on for the championship between Sammy and uh, Eamon Harvey and Noel. Mm-hmm. And uh, long story short, we won the navigation rally. I think Sammy just won the championship by a point, and right. sure that was it. So then, but sure mm-hmm. then. Then I thought then sure I had a lot of rallies anyway. Andy Haggerty got arrested. Oh uh, yes. I started my first one with Andy in nineteen seventy-five. I remember myself and Joe Freed were talking about it recently, so I have it right. Because mm-hmm. he knows everything. <laughs> <laughs> so I know if stage started and all the rest of it. I was up on it in the mountain bike there a couple of years ago. <laughs> and like some of it now is all rotted and all that, but that's where the stage started. Mm-hmm. And a, a green Opal Cadet 1.2, would it be? We road car by road cage on it. Set a fancy road tires on it, and that was it. Yes. Then we moved up through the ranks and ended up. Andy bought a really nice uh, Group 1 car at the time. Mm-hmm. A Group 1. What's Group 1? Yeah. Uh, an Opal Cadet because it was an Opal leader at that time. Okay. Uh, from a guy called Mike Rawson, and it had one Group 1 on, the, on Rally GB. Okay. And Andy bought it, so we'd done Donegal and that. We'd done a number of rallies that. And the big thing was we did the Circuit of Ireland in it. Mm-hmm. And somewhere in the mid-70s. Right. I think it was 77, but I'm not sure. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that was like, that was huge then from somebody here to go to do the oh, Circuit yeah. of Ireland. Mm-hmm. Like, and it was always in Andy's bucket list to do. Mm-hmm. And it was like five days, two nights, mm-hmm. maps, everything. Like it was just... And, you know, for a young man at the time, like, it was unbelievable, mm-hmm. unbelievable thing to do, like, you know. And that was your cup final at such then, wasn't that it? That was the you know? cup final. Ah, you know, even back in the, even recent years, like, to do the Circuit of Ireland was still one of those huge, iconic rallies mm-hmm. that we used to go to watch. Roger Clark, Barry Fisher, mm-hmm. Billy Coleman, 
and Brooks, Marco yeah. Lane. I, I oh, World Stars come to yeah, World uh, Stars were coming yeah, to this. I was part of the British Championship then, so mm-hmm. uh, and it was a huge event along with Ulster, sure, and we used to like we couldn't wait to get to go to see it, like you know. Mm-hmm. And she, that was your that was your mission then to go around Ireland for five days, like yes. at Easter. Mm-hmm. So I know uh, there were those were great times to start out, like you know. Mm-hmm. And then of course Rory then came on alongside when we thought about this thing about Mike going to do a bit of driving. <laughs> So we 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 built uh, built an Avenger, mm-hmm. uh, and a guy in Danny Kennedy's Kennedy's workshop, and Danny would be would known to lots of rally people down the years, uh, from the organising point of view. He did a rally or two himself, but Danny and Paul Shields, the the guy that I started out with, built this wee Avenger for me. That mm-hmm. we bought it as a road car, or not really a road car, off Derek McMahon. Okay, it was down, and it was the. They came to the dump in the corner of McMahon's garage in Mumford. <laughs> All the scrap and oil filters and anything it was was kind of threw you into this thing. So long uh-huh. story short, we got out and bought it, but a real good shell, like uh-huh. up the road. And uh, of course, then the passage in was to Robin Lyons and Castle Derrick every mm-hmm. night, avoiding the army and avoiding the customs, and <laughs> getting the bits and pieces out. Yes. And I bought an engine and gearbox. Then Robert Ward was changing to a two liter, a Dawson two liter at the time. So I bought mm-hmm. his. So I got a real good engine and box and uh, off me and Rory set and our first event on it actually was an aviation rally, would you believe? Right, okay. And then then we headed off then to do uh, the same the stage rally out of the Downhill Hotel in Ballina. You come out of the exit of the hotel, you turned left mm-hmm. and you started the, started the stage right away. Great. And it was the same place I did my first rally co-driving with Paul Shields. And off I went on my sure and uh, <coughs> we had a we had a great oil time and we went off a couple of times and mm-hmm. done a bit of showing off and we got around and we um, we actually ended up second behind kind of our hero up here at the time, uh Eamon Harvey. Oh, Eamon yeah. won the rally. Uh-huh. Uh, we were second. Yes. And the two cars came out of Caddy's sweet garage up the church lane in there, Kenny. Brilliant. <laughs> so it was, uh, uh, you know, it was nice. It was nice, like so. Then, yes. Uh, the, the bug had button then, sure that. Uh, and like, with no, with no money. No, <laughs> but like you were saying, you finished second. Like, have you had uh, them wee incidents and things? Could the, could the one have been on that day? Like, or? Oh, and, and hindsight, of course, it would have been like. Uh, we didn't sure, know that you didn't much. know results or nothing at the time yet. So. I am sure. Who knows? We didn't know what we were doing, so that makes it easier. <laughs> you know, if we had known we were on the fight for the rally, sure. This is it. I would have probably cocked it up anyway, like you know. Uh-huh. So, uh, and then of course, then it was all hands for gather up for Donegal. Then, like, so that yes. was seventy. That was seventy nine. Uh-huh. We did the first Donegal rally, and that was like that was huge. Yes, that was huge. Uh-huh. Like that that must have been some buzz. Like I think you started was one hundred and twelve or something on the road that year, wasn't it? Or something like that. That's yeah. exactly where we started, and we uh-huh. had it. Uh, Fan it was on the Friday. Right. So it wasn't, it wasn't a some opener for oh. a boy like to go out and do mm-hmm. uh, maybe our second or third rally ever, mm-hmm. and 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 to head down there like on 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 Friday, sir. Doesn't get better, does it? Mm-hmm. Uh, Saturday, then we headed away over by the boys used to call it the Rabbit Factory. John Joe boys call it the Rabbit Factory. <laughs> it's up the Mink Farm. <laughs> up oh yes. Away, uh-huh. Way around, I think Ross Bag and into Kelly Bags and and back again. Like uh-huh. that was Saturday. Yes. Did that twice. Uh-huh. Uh, having a clue where we were on Sunday, can't remember. Oh, I we're down Cash and Lagore and all that on Sunday. Right. Uh-huh. Uh, some rally. Oh. Was huge, huge event then. I think there was probably 40 something stages even then, like over the three days, wasn't there? Like, yes. I would say there was, and, and no notes uh-huh. or nothing like that. No. Like, you know, uh, the notes that hadn't come on at that stage. So, uh-huh. uh, no, there were great, great times, now, great, oh. memories. Uh-huh. great memories. And you, you were, what, 12th overall at the finish? Uh, Someone like that, I think we ended up, you know, uh-huh. and. Um, I remember when on the, the the first night, uh, like we did, we were fairly naive. As well, we weren't fairly naive. We were very naive. <laughs> and uh, we're on the results board on um, on Friday night. I and we're leading the class from David Agnew and some of them guys. Like we're yes. those were guys that we watched. Like and we're fairly shut hot guys in the class and all that. You know. Uh-huh. And of course, nobody knew us. And we were standing and I could hear David Agnew and the co-driver saying, "Ah, the local hero." And he said, "Don't worry about it. That's not last long." <laughs> That'll be in a ball somewhere in the morning. Most <laughs> most of the time was probably true enough, but yes. uh-huh. no, we survived. Sure, I, I, I took it a good while to crash it. <laughs> <laughs> but, 
but like was that you know there was no turning back from that like and isn't amazing to think like the two of you started out together and you know the success that both of you went on to have over the mm. years then you know brilliant really. I know there's a great story in both ways. Like, and, and mm-hmm. what, what Rory has done is actually one of the most successful co drivers in Ireland, like, and mm-hmm. yeah. anywhere. And, and uh, we all started fairly naively and heading for Donegal in 79. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, I think it must have been some buzz. That, and then, you know, like, then the early years of a lot of, you know, a lot of promising results, then you, uh, you, you changed from the Avenger into a Sunbeam, then be 1980, wasn't it? Aye, well, we did Donegal the second year in the Avenger. <laughs> And it, it went four stages in a blue engine, right? Which was like the other side of rallying, wasn't it? Like you yes. know, uh-huh. after the high and the whole thing of what we did the previous year, mm-hmm. uh, to go back then and and uh, uh, oh, hey, we were devastated. And the engine blue, so that was that uh-huh. was bad stuff. Like yes, uh, as you as you say, the highest to the highest to the lowest. Oh, to the lowest. that's the worst thing you could do. You blow an engine like that was real money and so on uh-huh. and so forth. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh, Oh, you know what we did then? We, we, we must have got it sorted. We obviously got it sorted. And uh, I think then we tossed the car somewhere. Right. Or I did, anyway. And of course, that was another sitting about then for a, for a while again. To get the money together. Um, I eventually then we bought, um, bought John Joe Bosch to somebody. Oh, yes. So uh-huh. we're lucky, like we, could, we, we bought a good car. Mm-hmm. And that made. You know, uh, you know, John Joe was, go- was very quick at the time. We'd done the Manx and done Donegal, and Carbo was built in McMahon's, and you know, so we we actually made a good decision and bought that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Rory, he was starting obviously to move on to uh, greener pastures and better pastures. So <laughs> uh, it did myself. Oh, myself and Cal McGettigan, and then we did um, did Bunkrana and the. the Hills are the hills are st- are havers. I can't remember now. Yes, uh-huh. and it was a 1600. And um, a good story. I remember wherever we were seated, I don't know, but we were all lined up only after about two stages, you know, when there were a big delay in stage three or something like that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so the boy Cal gets out there, and this is Seamus's brother. Mm-hmm. And uh, Seamus is the best man that I know for one liners, but <laughs> Cal is not far behind him. <laughs> But so up goes the boy of Cahill anyway, and being a McGiddigan, he went up the way rather than go back the way to see what the times were behind us. <laughs> so he headed up, and I, I was away a while, and I was just, uh, just, just, sorry, he says, I can't find anybody beating us. <laughs> so all we went anyway, and, and, and um, we actually won the rally, and the, the last stage was dark, and we had no spotlights, and we did with one headlight on it, and uh, there was a certain Austin McHale was uh-huh. was actually testing for the Circuit of Ireland. He ended up second, uh-huh. but it was a fair ride, too. Like it was yeah, Robert Moffat, who was a fair star at the time, and, and mm-hmm. Ronnie McCartney, and a lot of boys like that. Like it was, all handy boys, you know. So, aye, and it was down in Bunkrana, like, and so we didn't even know where we were going. Like that was, you know, no. like, and, I, uh-huh. uh, and we we actually didn't know where we were going. So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that, that was good. Like, and then of course the boy Matt he stopped that jar that night and everything else and then there's more eruptions and uh-huh. boys oh, were going they to thought fight. you were on the ah, big engine or something yeah. <laughs> ah, so their boys were going to fight and <laughs> remember Trevor Cather's just to call her the Donegal 1600 he used to say <laughs> he used to have a I think he used to have a 1760 right now I had bought the car the car went back to Robin Lyons and I didn't know what was in the car like I just yes. assumed everything was right so uh-huh. the sweat started breaking me in so we got touch with Robin Robin says no the car's 100% so Mm-hmm. Anyway, they struck the car and we avoided the we avoided the the, the, the fusty cups and the <laughs> handling. So we got the champagne and uh, uh-huh. a good night was had by all now. To yes. be fair, at the end uh-huh. of that. <laughs> so, uh, but it was nice. Like it was, it was, uh, it was good. Like you know, that time. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a bit, uh, just a bit more a drill into the, the the veins and had to be kept going. Then wasn't it? That was the problem. Oh, <laughs> I and I had a few boys about by that time now, and it wouldn't have took a lot. <laughs> Encouraged to fight. <laughs> <laughs> they were going. They were going looking for somebody. Yes. Like, regardless, but look, we passed the things. We passed the test, and everything settled yes. down. So, uh-huh. we were glad. Yeah, but then in, in 1982, you took a wee bit of a, a change of direction. You become the COC for the Donegal Rally that year. Aye, 82. That was uh, God. I um, that what happened. Oh, I was going to Bundorn. Yeah. Or somebody going to run the rally, and I, I, I was very involved in the rally and in the club and all that time, like you know. And uh, 
probably to my detriment, probably way too much, like, because you either do one or the other. Right. You know, mm-hmm. if you're going to try and build something and rally and you, as a driver, then you need obviously you need every focus you can on that. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyway, I put my hand up for it. Okay. And the rally, off we went to Bondorn. And uh, we ran a rally in Bondorn. Uh, it made a lot of money. We had mm-hmm. great, fantastic sponsorship. People welcomed us with open arms. It, you know, it was a very good, it was very late in the day when it all happened. Mm-hmm. But we managed to pull it off and we actually brought, uh, I think Saturday was still running in the traditional stages up around Donegal, you know, up on the, uh, on north, the, north, of the, the north. north of Donegal and all that. And uh, we ran the town stage in Bondorn. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we ran Remelton or not, but I can't remember to be sure. But we definitely ran Bondorn and we said, I, we did it and you come back around and we did it twice. Right. My memory sounds really off. Uh-huh. I always remember it well for the first car was due and Bondorn Sunday evening at 10 past five. Um, mm-hmm. That's when my Declan was born in Eric Kelly. <laughs> I was down, got through the thing, and I marked five Cortina, a COC, and the stages in Bondorn. So uh-huh. uh, I never got back to, 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 I never got up to Monday morning, like obviously. So, yes. Uh, but that was, you know, uh-huh. that's, that's part of being an organizer, and that's the sacrifice. Uh, they had to make The guys that do it they all make uh-huh. that, you know, they all give up their time and they give uh-huh. it up freely. And, Mm-hmm. Uh, without them, sure, we would have no rally either. So. Well, this is it too. You see, this is the thing about it too. And like, you brought Shell Oils on board at that time too, wasn't it? Um, Aye, we were, we were looking at expe- uh, We wanted the rally back to Letterkenny. Everybody That's... wanted the rally back to Letterkenny. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the Mount Errigal, the Ballerine at the time weren't playing ball and the town wasn't playing ball. But I think it was a wake up call to go to Bondorn. Aye, the year the without it then. I made them realise uh, what important then, it was. Like, the, the man behind. <clears throat> a lot of what was good in Donegal Motorsport, Derek McMahon made mm-hmm. the phone call. They were obviously big shell dealers. Right. So Derek made the call and says, we're looking for a lot of sponsorship, blah, blah, blah. I'm sending the boy up to Chatty. Mm-hmm. So myself and Reba, funny enough, was secretary that year. Yeah. Headed for Dublin to meet Basil Carr and Shell and had the big meeting and the whole lot. And uh, they came on board and I think they lasted 20 something years. You know, the association lasted for uh-huh. 20 something years and yes, super year. And um, we had no TV at that time, so there was no RPM, no nothing like that. So, mm-hmm. uh, we got on to Michael O'Carr and says, What's the chances? So, we said, Leave it with him. And then set up a meeting with Fred Cogley, who was the head of sport at that time. Mm-hmm. So, up the road, we went again and <laughs> we met with Fred and the whole thing, Michael O'Carr, and we sold the thing to him. And they came, RTE came and did a program on the Donegal Rally. Right. And then the icing on the cake, the fairy tale story. Yes. First local owner, Vincent Boner, mm-hmm. won, mm-hmm. won the rally. Like, so, uh, himself and Jim still folk heroes. Ah, sure. Who you show? One Donegal still, one Donegal. And uh-huh. like, if you're from Donegal, sure, that's doesn't get much better than that. No. Like, really. uh-huh. So it was all, you know, the whole package came together. And then, uh, and I had enough of that then for a lot of. Uh, behind the scenes stuff and right, yes. politics and backstabbing and all the rubbish, you know, it uh-huh. obviously goes with committees and pit clubs and things like that. So, mm-hmm. right. Uh, I, I, just wanted to, I just wanted to drive. So, mm-hmm. uh, then we got the, the opportunity to come up then to buy Vincent's car. Ah, the car that won the rally. <laughs> so, I, I the car that won the rally, GBX. Mm-hmm. So, away, uh, Vincent bought this corner, obviously. Mm-hmm. And uh, being Vincent, everything will be last minute. I just mm-hmm. decided to, I keep it. Was that Bertie's Ascona, maybe? Ah, I think sure. so, yeah. uh-huh. And that, uh, and the escort was up for sale. Uh, we had a chat with Tony Kelly. We put the, as uh, a fair long, difficult story now, how we put the finances <laughs> together. But uh, there were a couple of boys, there were a couple of boys involved that didn't really know what they were involved in. But anyway, we got the money. We rang Vincent, there was somebody else on the car, and it turned out to actually, in later years, I was speaking to him was Murray Grierson. Right. Because obviously it was a real cracker with car. Like. <laughs> so, but anyway, Vincent, to his word, we bought the car of Vincent up, and uh, we we're, were to get the car a couple of days before Donegal. Mm-hmm. But there was another story in the background going on. Vincent's car and the number of rallies before that kept blowing engines. Okay. I had had an oil problem, feed problem somewhere. Right. And they had uh, had a bit of a problem with us. Now, we didn't know that much about that. But anyway, long story short, we picked up the car about a week before Donegal and mm-hmm. Sydney Meeks. 
and yeah. headed down the road, drove it down the road, like. Right, yes. Because we didn't have trailers and all. <laughs> so, so that was a betting in period. So we headed down, and I was not far from that, I can I how you went now, like, come on. Oh, crazy. And it was just like somebody shot you. Yes. You know, because we had done some gathering up, up, gathering up for this, and we had pulled some strokes and everything, and we got the whole thing there. Uh-huh. Anyway, rang Vincent and did that with me. He says, I'll sort that out, don't you worry. Mm-hmm. I'll sort it. So that was a bitter relief because. It's a rally car. You don't really know where you're going to be in that situation. No, like, you know? uh-huh. it's not. You can pull into local garage. A, a, a BDX at that time was the, to build a new one. It's nearly the price of the car. Yes. But anyway, sorted the engine out, and what happened was um, there's two pipes goes out back into the dry sump system at the back. Okay. You know, it sits in the boot of the escorts of the, uh-huh. of the Group Four cars. Yeah. And after twenty or thirty miles or fifty miles, whatever, there's one of the wee. Uh, wire mesh things inside broke and when it got warm enough it wouldn't ever do it and it would only do it after a certain period of time uh, it actually the, the, the rubber then started to expand and it closed down the oil feed of the engine ah. mm-hmm. so they knew then and what they did then was they told Vincent then it's definitely in that because it's not in the engine uh, because that engine has done the Manx National in another car they put mm-hmm. it in mass put it into somebody else's car okay uh, did the Max National, no problem at all, which was like 110 stage miles then. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it done the job, come, it went to me coming down the road. So put a whole new dry sump system in the car uh, and so the yoke never looked back. Right. <laughs> and uh, I don't know what Vincent done, what the argument was, but the car arrived to me. I got the car that I paid for and she was a cracker of a car with a brand new engine with 110 miles on it. Brilliant. So but, that tells you all you need to know about Vincent Bonner. Ah, just straight down the middle. Yeah. There's no messing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No messing. <clears throat> and then uh, that was that was eighty four. So that you was eighty four. Uh, you went on to do Donegal that year. And what was it like So that was fantastic. Like yes. as it turned out, with all the things, my next driving the car was heading out towards Brina, which was the first stage. Okay. <laughs> so that was myself and Cahill heading for Brina. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, 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 we got on, oh, it was lovely, things were a beautiful thing to drive like, mm-hmm. and I think uh, we got a real good seating from the motor club, <laughs> we were seated 27, last of the group four cars behind everybody, right. so I think we might we would make it up to eight or something, I don't know anyway, but mm-hmm. uh, we're not too bad Friday, and, and uh, Saturday morning then the heavens chucked it out in the morning, and we're down around Cairn Hill, Loch Fern, all those sloppy stages. And I think we were doing top three times in a couple of them with the escort, like we know notes. So, uh-huh. uh, and then we go back to service, and then we had it fan it, and of course, like we were still very naive, we we're still very much novices at that stage. Mm-hmm. So we had it to fan it, then it was at a wet slick. Right. So it was bone dry, and oh yeah, because the one coming up and tarmac at the yeah. like you know. So, but yeah. I think we end up, and and of course the highlight was the Letterkenny Town stage. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And it just up went past me getting over the bar over where. Where, where Cahill and Seamus and all the boys were, were born, like, and so there must have, I think there was, I say there were 80,000 people in the town that day for that, like, and right. that's, uh-huh. it was crazy, but it was fantastic to do. Ah, just to be real, crazy, I look, I got away with it all, as suppose, in many ways, like, but uh-huh. the boy, no, the club done a good, got a great job on it, like, and they handled that amount of people, and it was, mm-hmm. uh, that's one of the highlights when you look back at to drive mm-hmm. Larry Kenny Town stage yeah. and an escort on the BDAs or, Mm-hmm. I in your hometown never been. And your hometown uh-huh. and your home rally, the last stage of the rally, finished yes. the rally, uh-huh. and the full handbreaking sliding whole shooting match. <laughs> yes. <and so. laughs> so that's, like, that's what it was all. That was, was all about. Like uh, yeah. the guards watching you leaving big black my, Everybody my watching you and, and the crowd and the atmosphere yeah. and the cheering and uh-huh. you know the, uh, it's it's uh, uh, that's what rallying's about, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Ah, that's great. Yeah. And then eighty five, you know, you done a few more rallies in the escort as well too. You took a notion to go to France in eighty five. Ah, we up. Well, eighty five, uh, Seamus Gormley came in. Right. Uh, and Seamus just to sit with John Connors, and then he came in then and uh, helped out with a few pounds, which was great at the time. Like you yes. know. <clears throat> but I read about this rally in the app. Yeah. And Motor News. Okay. And they said there was free ferries and free accommodation and uh, there was prize money and all that sort of thing. Uh-huh. Think, you know. So uh, we had a bit of a chat one night and it was in the Mulford Inn. 
and that was George's kind of brother, George, Mr. Okay. George, first foray and to rally and he came up with a brilliant idea, we should go. Okay. And there was Joe, George, myself and, and James Gormley and we should all put 500 apiece into the kitty and we go one and all I know the boys went to the credit union and borrowed the money. Like. <laughs> so uh, we all set sail on this adventure. And uh -huh. John Boyle, God rest him, of Manor, was a great, great rally driver character. He was looking after the car at the time. So we headed off to France anyway. And um, in the BDA, that we got the highest fan of Tony Kelly. Uh -huh. And John Stiller at the time was rather unique. Uh, there was just to be things called mobile homes. Right. And there was one burnt or someone or destroyed or someone. So John, he got the wheelbase of it oh, and yes. made it into a trailer. Okay. And of course, back then, no lights, no nothing. <laughs> so we had it. And you head up outside the van there. There's a petrol station on your right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Aye, before, uh, after Sian Mills there, before you get to Newton Stewart, uh -huh, and there's no, a quarry no. on the left. Uh -huh, no, so we, yeah. had a, we had about 10 jerry cans, and, and the boy, the boy goes to the boy, and knew him, and of course, he loaded up the whole thing with red diesel. <laughs> and set sail through where we went and down, we got the very end from New Haven to the up high, and after, uh -huh. uh, it, it was classic, and we, yes. we had a great old time. But up before that, Nearly, before we started to go, poor old Seamus, he got sick. <laughs> so uh, he couldn't go then, but sir, we had the, money, the money page. We kept the money. Anyway, so, we <laughs> so my brother Joe had done a rally, two rallies, I think, or three. So he had a license. Uh -huh. So we put him on the co-driver seat. Right. International rally in the app, pace yes. notes and everything. And so the two boys headed off. Uh -huh. Now, it was a great wee rally. There was only three stages, three locations. Right. Uh, the first one you'd done... Twice was a seat like a seating stage in the mm -hmm. afternoon, sometime. Uh, you done it, and then you come back in for a three-hour break. Okay. And after after you did that, it's like a big three-mile hill climb. You did that twice, and then you were reseated. Uh -huh. So no problem about seating. Everything done. Yeah. You done one stage seven times and one stage six times on the <laughs> Sunday. Yes. So the wrecking all was uh -huh. easy peasy, and yes. away we went and. We had a ball, and of course, like there were boys there, boys Sepage and a Walks Renault on it. And there's all these guys who were coming down, breaking the junctions and Porsches and Renaults and going again, like, you know. And of course, we were doing, uh, we were the, we're the, we were like a young Frank Kelly. It's <laughs> <laughs> all, we were coming backwards and everything, sort of thing. And sort of, Jesus, because the, the, the crowd, they loved all that sort of thing. So it would be. Yes. Became kind of local heroes for the for the time, and uh -huh. you'd open the door at the end of the stages, and they'd be all unhugging and kissing you and clapping you in the back. Of her. Ah, it was just, but it was mighty. And uh -huh. and funny enough, there was another guy there, a guy called Sam Nelson, who built uh, racing engines and stuff, and had a lovely BDA. Mm -hmm. And we met Sam there, and funny enough, he's the guy then rebuilt my engine the last time it was done. Oh, right, yes. Uh -huh. I, and I remember the BDX accident was 264 brake right. at the time, and that was really sweet. Uh -huh. that's, that's, a, that's a normal historic car now. Like. Aye, that was the aye, ultimate that was then, the, like, you know. All the bells I remember, remember 264 brake, and I think George's historic car there, that, that had dyno was actually came off when he had it last year or two years ago, was 264. It's funny. Right, it's funny. I didn't call it. That's a BDG. This was a BDX at the time. Uh huh. But uh, mm -hmm. no, on I, we I went from there. That, you finished fourth that weekend in France as well. Finish up, I finished you? fourth. In the, I finished uh, fourth. That's it. We were good at the fourth. <laughs> <laughs> on the, but wasn't it, wasn't now, it some result to come away with, with all them? Some result to come away with. Hey, and Reba done a wee kind of den for me down. We converted the garage there one weekend away in Killarney and we're digging out stuff and we come on some of the, the letters from the place with the prize money and it's like we got more trophies and we got right. francs, 500 francs for us, 300 francs for someone else and uh -huh. every time they come up they could brought you up flowers and kissed you and all <laughs> so they had. It, 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 was, uh, it was fantastic like and then uh, big, they were looking to get upgraded to European Championship or something and they had a FIA Observer or European Championship Observer boy there mm -hmm. so there was a big party and all for him you see and I think it was an open bar. Okay. As far as we knew, I, mean, I wouldn't be big into the drinking then either, but 
I had a couple of boys with me who <laughs> they they you're like <laughs> but there's a wee barman and I remember John Boyle as well and you know the optics there for the vodka oh uh, yes I, and John had one word for the boy and got him schooled right away double clutch <laughs> and I said oh, the boy double clutch and the boy would go yeah wee wee and I got him two shots <laughs> give it out to him so you know uh, but you know those are the wee memories and, yes uh, George he was oh poor George he was made redundant the day before or the before we went to the rally, he was a line manager down in a farm down somewhere and, and right. probably worked in Galway at the time. Like yes. So but he says it was a great thing because I then made him look and he started his own business after that. But Okay, yes. So uh, the boys were busking in the street and uh, all that. You know, they were great carry on. Uh-huh. And Joe tells the story like we we're, we're, were eating out at night and you know the big uh, open air with the canopies. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And George's party piece on the guitar was House of the Rising Sun. Right. So we had the whole place going different nights with the House of the Rising Sun and English, French, and German. There are always a lot of Germans there and yes. all the rest, like, you know, uh-huh. and the whole place going to the House of the Rising Sun. And it's just like that party atmosphere, like, it's, uh-huh. you know, and, and we never repeated it now, like, to be fair, yeah. but it was, uh-huh. you know, it was um, all the good times in Raleigh. It's not, you know, <laughs> it's good to remember the good times because they're oh, all yeah. good. You know, but like you know, if you look back, it probably would never have been as good then. At the same time, you know, no, so. nothing beats the first time, and no. nothing beats like doing it on a wing and a prayer. Like prayer, and that's all. Yeah, and, and the characters that we had with us, sure, it was, uh, it was. It was a once in a lifetime. Pantomime is what it was. Yeah. Like, you, know? <laughs> you must have thought like, are you sure these boys like coming out of the backwoods of Ireland? <laughs> But once we'd done the sliding, the, the, the two to us, and we're going to be that. You were very happy with you, Zeb. So, uh, 85 as well, also, um, Donegal once again. But then Sligo, you won the rally out, right? In Sligo, right? <clears throat> Sligo was a big rally and was a two-day uh-huh. rally. Yeah. Uh, there was a thousand pounds prize money mm-hmm. for one it. Which was a lot of money then. Oh, what, the same what as that probably at that stage, you know, too. It was what they were trying to do. They were, it was the same as there. There was prize money and it was the same as the internationals. Mm-hmm. Organizers had brought Penty Rickle over in Ascona, mm-hmm. supplied by, from 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 Ireland, like but Penty drove it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so there, Frank Maher was there. Uh, Pat Dunyan was real good entry, like yes. So in order to make the thing work, uh, Tony Kelly sat with me. Okay. So he was the main sponsor at the time, like so. Mm-hmm. And uh, Rory, he was going around from stage to stage to make sure we were getting booked done right and the times were right and all that sort of yes. thing. So, uh-huh. uh, but we actually were lucky enough, we, got it, we, we won the rally. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was such a big money, and like it was great. Like, you know, mm-hmm. you know, it was nearly like a free rally. Yeah, I for all pay the tires and pay for the thing. And, and you know, mm-hmm. we got a few pounds for going down there. And when Martin Riley was about at the time, was friends with Tony and did a lot of rallying himself. So uh-huh. Martin pitched in then and uh-huh. Uh, so no, it was a good. That's one of the better stories. Like, yeah, isn't it? nice, it's always nice to one. It's always nice to beat really good, respected drivers. Uh-huh. Yeah, just so that was. Uh, aye, that was you up the ranks kinda, a wee bit too, yeah. doesn't it? Gives, gives aye, you the confidence. God, so. like, and you know, and then she couldn't wait then for Motor and News to come out then to read all about it and see the yeah. photograph and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> and that brought you to the attention of Nissan. Then that you won. Was it? Was it the Shell? I got there was a thing called yeah, yeah. there's a Shell Rally Man of the Month award, mm-hmm. and at that time, as far as you know, it's only ever been won by two Irish people. Mm-hmm. I was one of them, and the other one was the great Austin Fraser. Oh, at the time the Donegal Rally, I, and Austin accepted on behalf of the Donegal Rally. I think it was voted on by journalists, a lot of them British, some of them Irish, mm-hmm. and all that sort of thing. Like, yes, uh, but we won it for. for Oh, I can't remember anyway, we got it anyway. And mm-hmm. um, I, just can't, I can't remember how the thing came about then. But out of that came the thing with uh, Fred Kane mm-hmm. in uh, Castle Air. Okay. And Fred would have run Davy Evans at the time. Yeah. I remember okay. uh, Davy done the circuit and all that. And, and the Ulster. Very well. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, and then uh, uh, was sadly killed. Mm-hmm. Uh, the cars are there, but anyway, long story, Fred must have connections with Nissan. Anyway, we got the opportunity to do the Manx in, must have been 85, 85. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, and then they brought Roy Kernan in to sit with me. Okay. And uh, I wasn't allowed to make my own notes. I had to use, uh, who it was? 
one of the Ed, not Adrian, Derek Boyd's notes. Okay. And uh, I got we had we had free tires. What they come out a container load of tires came back from uh, Far East or somewhere away, and we went over right. consolation. But they're all free, so they put them all in the car. Mm-hmm. So we're kind of a bit hard for the Manx now, to be fair. <laughs> so, yes. But it was some experience to go and do the rally, like, mm-hmm. and we're I think we're lying ninth overall going into the last stage, and then you let go. Ugh. Up that one that went off at the big crash on it, so we narrow started it. Oh yeah. Up onto the side of the mountain, the very fast one, then you know. But I think it's down over uh, the jumps and into the hairpin. Uh, it's real bad at the start. Or later years, Gwendaf had the uh, had the side of the house. Do you remember? They right. come off a jump when they hit the house about six foot in the air. That's the side right, of it. Yes. Uh-huh. I can see but it. That we were just turning into the bottom of that anyway, and then right. we went so that oh. was so. But uh-huh. uh, the thing went on. Then we got the um, we got offered in the British National Championship in '86 with nothing. So. Um, what did we do? We had to bring money to that was part of the deal. Okay. We had to bring about a third of the budget, I think, for the year. Right. Now that was some championship then. Melbourne sponsored it. Mm-hmm. Trust House 40 were involved. Uh, there was about 14 or 15 four-wheel drive cars, Metros. Mm-hmm. Metros had just made their debut that year. That's right. Yeah, but they're the big thing the at that stage. And the whole of Marlborough and all the whole thing. Like, you mm-hmm. know? And we got, there was two Nissan cars in it, so... Mm-hmm. Uh, I had one of them, so off we went, and then of course I sold, I sold the escort, and that partly funded. Okay. Uh, part of my side of it, and then uh, four lanterns came on board, and mm-hmm. uh, a guy called Bobby McDade would have been DCR Radio. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the uh, the prelude to Highland Radio. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Bobby was a great rally man, and he was involved in a number of events with us, like me and Roy did the circuit in the Sierra, and DCR were involved in that too, and. Mm-hmm. The boy Charlie Collins was one of the, the guys <laughs> at the time. So that's where Charlie learned his trade. Like, uh-huh. But uh, sadly, they didn't get the license. Somebody else got it. Like, and then, that's uh, it. Mm-hmm. That, was the, that was the end of that. But uh, mm-hmm. where was it? So we had it off on the British Championship, myself and, and uh, Roy Kernan. Uh-huh. So I had the first event. I had, uh, I had had an operation just before we went, and it was all bandaged up and everything. Right. And it was on my right side. <laughs> I actually had a, a breast removed and glands and all oh. at the time. And it was well bandaged up now. That was done just December. Uh. And this was, I think, the first one was that one over in North Wales about February and it was snowing. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then she was with the left hand drive, you were changing gear with your right hand. Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, long story short, we slid her off in the snow and we got stuck. Uh-huh. This club into a junction and all the four wheel drive cars were able to pull out of the hedge. But Mm-hmm. We got away, and then uh, she, she wouldn't just come out. And then, of course, when it catches the snow, catches the snow, yeah, good luck. And then, yeah. So that was the end of that rally. But sure, we, we had a, it was um, great learning opportunity and great to be on the gravel. Like I, just loved the gravel. and like, um, had you had you ever rallied in the, the gravel previous to that? As no, well? I've never been in the gravel before. No, no. so it was a whole never new experience. Left hand drive, gravel, new experience. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and uh, I remember going up one weekend. Uh, to do a bit of testing, as it was called. Uh, there's a couple of rallies into the thing. And I don't know where, where was after Ellen come on board or before that. But she'd have been sitting with Louise anyway and through mm-hmm. Leidenstein and all the rest. So we wanted to do a bit of a, a run out somewhere. So Louise brought us up to Dunn's, up to her home place. Right. And they had a forest up there. So uh, all the boys set sail here. And the boy Georgie had a brand new bluebird at the time. Yeah. So we all piled into the Bluebird, me and George, Joe Cullen, Kevin Kennedy, and Oni Clerken, and set sail for Dunt. Uh-huh. And we stayed with uh, Louise's mother, yeah. which is down at that place. You know, the, the Jim Clark Rally, there's a Ford on the first days. Oh, like Langdale place. or something. Langdale, couldn't think on it, uh-huh. Langdale. Uh-huh. Well, that's where her house is. Right. You know, uh-huh. so, <laughs> and you have all that history, Louise, and we're out there, and we're having the crack, and we're up to the forestry, and of course. Yes. We had a couple of hours up there, and and then all the boys got to run in the car and all that. So of course, yeah, everybody was way happy. Then. <laughs> well, everybody's way happy, and then there was a bit of good oil play on it for a bit, like until we were getting, we were, you know, we had to be, had to stop and end up. We were getting a bit dangerous. No, as you would be then. <laughs> yes, <I> too confident. <laughs> I we're getting, we were getting a bit dangerous, and then you were <laughs> trying to impress too many people. The boys <laughs> a bit sometimes. We we, no, we didn't go off now, but we, uh, we stopped before we did. So yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
And as you, you just mentioned there, Ellen come on board in 86 as well. Uh, Ellen come on board after that. Uh, uh-huh. Roy was getting ma- married, Roy Kiernan. Mm-hmm. And uh, so uh, there was the one down south, Talbot or somewhere down there. Oh, Port Talbot, isn't it? Yeah. There was one at those lovely stages down on the south, south Wales stages, those big fast ones. I can't remember the names now, but uh, they're all about 20 miles long. There's only four stages in the rally, but they were 20 right. to 22 miles long. Okay. So we headed down and uh, went over and met Ellen and headed down and... Uh, and uh, I had a very bad, flu- very, very bad sore throat. I got a septic throat and I could hardly speak. And we're down and away. So Ellen says, You know something? And the conversation went on. And he says, My worst result in this rally is fourth with Louise. We have okay. won this rally. I think it was a Peter Rusk or was it? Yes, Peter Rusker's uh, Rusk. Anyway, but oh, uh-huh. there were, there were class stages, those big fast stages that uh-huh. run on the Sunday, a rally GB, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, uh, away we went. I mean, I wasn't saying a lot because it's very bad throat and all that. <laughs> we come down to this um, Martha stage anyway, and there's a butt comes down. Everybody knows it. Like I didn't know it. Just like you come down to a railway line that runs along a railway line and goes through a woodyard. Okay. And of course, Ellen was reading off the maps to see. Mm-hmm. So basically, in her terms, like what she was saying, uh, from here to the end of the stage now is about a mile or a mile and a half. It's flat. Mm-hmm. But it meant it was like, as you see it, there's that was Louise's language, like there was fast and keys and medium. Right. Uh, flat to them was, I mean, as basically as you see it, it's very. I read very the rules. In other words. Uh-huh. Yeah. But your flat meant to me only meant one thing only. <laughs> flat. I'm like, you know, in here, I was in here and when Louise come down here, I'm not going to left. Sure, if we come through this woodyard, hey, uh, right and the left, and it's fun. flat to the mat and the thing. <laughs> Follow the road. Hello. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I know them, the big ones where they're stacked up about 15 foot high or something like that. Oh, like, yes, yes. Uh-huh. You know, and Ellen used to always tell the story over there, you see, because it always sounds better when you tell it with an English accent. <laughs> Says I when I spoke, when I spoke four words that day, that's not fucking flat. <laughs> Just did as you were told, but <laughs> oh, yeah, it's a good crack we take that you. But yes. anyway. so we got on famously from that. <laughs> and we finished fourth. Oh well, that was good. Yeah, so, uh-huh. it, it was about twelve four-wheel drive cars, and it was a real fast yes. rally. So, uh-huh. and uh, as I say, it's always good to beat your teammate. And we uh-huh. took a man at a stage of our right. teammate who would be uh, would have gone on to be Scottish champion not uh-huh. long after that. Yes. Now, that was a good start. So out of that, then we got offered we got offered to drive in the British Championship the following uh-huh. year. Yes. And the Manx, like at the Manx Rally. And I was, I got on then, I was doing jobs for them and I was driving management cars and stuff like that. Like, they were very mm-hmm. good that way to keep you in the family and keep, uh-huh. you, in, keep you going and uh, get you a few pounds and stuff like that, like, uh, you know. Yes. So we did the deal and all for the, everything was done. Uh, I was going to say sign sync delivered with all the deal done, but we hadn't signed a contract. Okay. Um, we were going to do that at the uh, at the Shell Oils thing at the end of the year. They had a big thing down in Palmal. Oh, yes, like a and big lunch. They were going, lunch to, announce, they were going yeah. to announce the whole thing, but we were mm-hmm. to come over and sign up and all that. But anyway, uh, rallying got turned upside down in the meantime when uh, Henry Taubman got killed in Corsica, wasn't it? And mm-hmm. Then as a reaction to that, the FIA banned Group B cars. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. And Nissan was homologated as a Group B car because of the ease of homologation. Ah, oh, right, yes. Mm-hmm. So uh, uh, down the road, we went to hands in our pockets and nothing to show for it. So. Yeah. And, you know, in the, you know I, I lost everything. I lost the thing, but Leiden uh-huh. uh, tried to carry on somewhere or other, like, and I pulled the, the rug from under the airfoot with Team Nissan Europe and Right. They went into very bad times after that. And, okay, yeah. You know, it's just the it's other side of rally. It's the ramifications of certain aye. things going wrong. Oh, like, aye, but we don't see in the stages. Aye, aye, and then it, it took a year or so then to get a Group A car before they became sort of available and stuff like that, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. 87-ish or something like that. I, don't know. Mm-hmm. I could have just, looked, just before we go leave uh, 86, just looking there, like Donegal again, second, you know, a fantastic result then. Mm-hmm. Like the Nissan wouldn't have been really regarded as a, like a great tarmac car. 
No, and it wasn't. It wasn't a great tarmac car. It was a great uh, endurance car. Yes. Not. A, uh, it was built for safaris and for those Asian Aye, Pacific African rallies and all that sort of stuff. But yes. it just never lay down. Like mm-hmm. real strong, but really, really big. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and you would and come had, there and compete with you know the, the McHales and all. And it had a steering box on it at that time, and that would have scared you. Yes. <laughs> but like uh, there was no failure. It kept moving. And see when you got the brakes really heated. Uh-huh. You had to shake out of your hands and stuff like that, like you know. But it was grand, but poor Austin, when he went off, remember the bottom of the right. gala that year? Uh-huh. Yes. And Billy was there in the metro, so it was only get feeling his way in. Aye. Uh, I think I Austin panicked, then he was going to come back at him again, wasn't it? Uh, so unfortunately, it was there in the metro, but had been anything else, we might have held on. <laughs> uh-huh. We actually led the rally, that was the first time to lead it, so, you know. Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. And it was great, and, and uh-huh. the deal came about, um, not someone loaned me the car. Mm-hmm. Uh, I covered the expenses with, with the obviously local sponsors, mm-hmm. and all the nursing mechanics took their holidays, took their time off to come right. here. That's how wasn't that brilliant? Famous Donegal was, and yes. the crack in Donegal was in the day. They were prepared to do they're, that. They're, mm-hmm. They were world weary. They'd been everywhere, done it all. Yes, but the reputation of coming to Donegal and the crack. Mm-hmm. The guys yeah. came here for their holidays, like that's. That was dedication that, for you. That, that's, wasn't how it? It was done, uh, that's how it was done that year. Uh-huh. So. Yes. And uh-huh. Killarney was something similar. Uh-huh. But uh-huh. Ellen was on Killarney. That's uh-huh. right. yeah, it, was, it was her first, uh, Roy Kiernan had done a goal with me that year. Right. I think I was, what was I? It had to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess I think Ellen. Oh, I'm well, mixed up now. Where's that? Oh, 86. Uh-huh. Yeah. I was after that. Ellen came on board with the mm-hmm. Peter Russell Rally was after that. Mm-hmm. And her first, yeah, yeah, sex was really yeah, rally uh, with me was in Killarney that year, right? Yes, mm-hmm. so it was another second, yeah. <laughs> and again, like you were giving Austin a good old ding dong then, too. Oh, um, we, had a, we had a real cracker of a rally now, it was it was toe to toe for a good while, like, and, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Austin said to this day, like, we uh, had to go to the top drawer, yes, uh, mm-hmm. to win the rally, <clears throat> but we had a better, it was slightly better car for that. What was the ET then at that stage, was it? I uh, had, a, had a different engine and I had a steering rack. Mm-hmm. And it made a wild difference in Killarney and all that narrow stuff. Like, geez, right. it definitely made a wild difference. And mm-hmm. how it ended up was uh, Louise went off in one of the spectator stages with the first day of Rally GB. Okay. Uh, so she slid off somewhere, not that bad, but she went through one of them kind of hedge grow things or something. Right. I came out the far side and had a boy in a wheelchair. One of mm-hmm. the... In the Disabled right. place, like I just you know, yes, no, nobody hurt, nobody, no, hurt, but because just of them, unfortunately, all the then, so she had to stay there and yes. was out of the rally and mm-hmm. all that sort of stuff. Like, you know, uh, yeah, I was something said an ambulance or something like that, like, and through this hedge, mm-hmm. like a kind of very light hedge, yes, sliding up the grass or something like that, you know. But anyway, long story, so we got the that engine and uh, the bits and pieces uh, and was put onto the thing, and like so, uh, mm-hmm. for that year. And then it was back to the doldrums after that again. And yeah. Here we got the wee Civic after that. That's right, yeah. And the, the wee Civic was the ex-John Lyons car. The ex-John Lyons car, uh, You were setting some fast, fantastic times in Donegal. You know, it just showed the talent run, there. Uh, like, we had a great eye run now on, on, on the Friday, was it? Like, well, yes. I don't know where we were, but we're... Uh, we're in the top ten. Right? Billy yeah. was de- debuting the BM and we were trying to get it to work, but we started High Glen, mm-hmm. a second in front of Billy. Right. And we're in front of the two Donegal Mantis going on yes. in there, and then sure we tossed it in fact. <laughs> that's fair. This ah. vision's obvious come through, was it? Uh, I think come drum with no one screen and you had no, sunglasses right. on. We did the whole I don't know if we tossed it away, and she <laughs> hit the bank and she spun around in the air and she came down and was facing the wrong way around because remember that much. Uh-huh. And I went to start it uh, as you do, it doesn't matter if there are wheels missing off or not, just a wee car fired <laughs> up. Go, go. <laughs> so then the whole panic on then, she had to get out to get the. Uh, to get the notes because they had gone out the window or the time charge. I can't remember what yes. thing it was a time charge. <laughs> so we got it pointed from the next car or somewhere or other. Anyway, we got pointed in the right direction and off we went. Hey, and the wee car, strong wee car. Yeah. But it battered out and <laughs> with sunglasses. It was great weather. <laughs> we just kept spitting away flies out of your mouth. I mean, I think you can uh, and it finished, finished the rally. Yeah. There you go. Uh-huh. Yeah. And you're still in the top 15, I think you're like. I can't remember exactly uh, where we were. Like, after all that, yeah. Uh-huh. But the whole thing was was to finish the rally, obviously. Yes. Like, uh-huh. uh, uh, and yeah, a good just, crack. And, 
and Tony Kelly being a Honda dealer, sure he saw. That was nice all, in the cake for him too. Aye, it, was all good, it was all good banter and good tactics. <laughs> so then in 87. Um, the, that was 87. Aye, that was 87, sorry. 88. Aye, eight, aye eight, we didn't um, do much. We done the, I think we'd done the circuit of Ireland that car, myself and uh, Kevin Kelly. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. But she kept shearing studs and the wheels came off. Oh, that, that was the Manx, wasn't it? Uh, uh, no, the Manx, we tossed it. Ah, in the circuit. We done the circuit, the wheels kept coming off it out. Yeah, uh-huh. uh, and we put it off on the uh, on the banks. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and oh, we got squared up again. Went so and, yes. and sold it to a friend of mine here in Arikani. I guess mm-hmm. bought it then. So, but uh, eighty-eight then was uh, so we were down and out to that stage again. Right, and then started all over again. Uh, George has started better blinds after he got redundant. So we go back to the oh, yes. other thing. He started uh-huh. his own business then. So uh-huh. and. 88 here just before Christmas, uh, the ex Vincent Bonner, Ascona, mm-hmm. arrived in Glencare. Right. Mm-hmm. So that was the start of that. Yes, that uh, is good. Story. <laughs> uh, so, Better Brian's Galway, he'd been living in Galway for years. So, mm-hmm. Galway was the first rally. And of course, then Mark Lovell came over to do the perfect sandwich of that year. In the yes. Uh-huh. Uh, so, uh, did Galway. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're seated behind them. We're seated back somewhere, and we car in front of us. I know they knocked out of one of the big rocks, and we had another puncher in the first stage and dropped five minutes, changed right. So we were last at the end of the first stage. <laughs> so we got ourselves hauled back to second, and we as mm-hmm. as they say, and I think that was horrendous conditions that year too. Wasn't I, it? It was it was it was, I that's wild flooding that year, I because mm-hmm. I. Uh, I have a photograph going through the flood and I remembered as well the big, big, if you couldn't see where the road was or nothing for mm. long enough. Like, you know, it's like a boat going through, wasn't it? I was just like a boat going through it. No, it was, uh, it was, and um, somebody had the photograph. I have it now. Somebody sent it on to me. I actually have a copy of it somewhere. Uh-huh. Uh, no, but anyway, and then, of course, then the famous Donegal race that we love. Like, what a bottle that was on the Friday, like, you know, so. To be uh, compete uh, against uh, the works uh, forward at the time, you know. Like, uh, so. uh, it was class, like, and, and Bertie was there in the forward. Yeah. And Phil was there, sure. Phil uh, was Holmes, yeah. I uh, like, don't forget Phil uh, led the Manx in that pink car. That's right, yeah. Prior to that, like, mm-hmm. and, uh, uh, Bunsen was on the Manta. Phil, mm-hmm. uh, uh, who else? There were a number of. Oh, that, 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 very that serious. Serious entry uh, that year, yeah. Entry mm-hmm. that year, like, particularly with, mm-hmm. with, with, with Mark and Bertie and all that. Yeah. Like, so mm-hmm. and, uh, I don't know what Austin was on or what happened to him that um, year. Did Austin get sick that year? Is that the year I, he got sick or something? Yeah, like, the car was there. That year, and and it, of course, yeah. us being where we were, we had mm-hmm. nothing. And I remember as well, like, and uh, never forget it. Uh, he said that we might come over to me, <sighs> McEve. And says Michael, like the wild temperature I had, he was in bed and everything was really bad. Like, mm-hmm. uh, says anything he just went out of the van, just let me know she'll be in service. Right. Wasn't that something so, else? Like, that's one of your main competitors and uh-huh. all the rest. Like, but yes. anyway, um, that's that camaraderie still still mm-hmm. rolling today. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, it is like, but anyway, that's so we had the big battle, and then of course. The handling with Matt and all the rest, and when they blocked the stage and they wouldn't give us an interrupted time, and mm-hmm. uh, it got very, mm-hmm. had a very sour taste. Aye, but you what know, should have been like, uh, such a, a a good memory is there sort of like as a there's still a wee bit of a bad taste there yet. Like so, I uh, I think it's wrong, and like, that was after the answer and and one of the stuffers and Von Crana, and then she's right, like, yes. this whole handling started uh-huh. again, like you know, and mm-hmm. that was a big thing then, like it was like to be, you know. You know, and we're there to, to have mm-hmm. a go. And mm-hmm. uh, of course, we were delighted to be on the level we were like, but when we were that far, we wanted to want it. Of course, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, and this was Friday, like, and it just knocked up the, the arse out of everything. Like, and mm-hmm. uh, I remember, like, again, we were up to three o'clock at night at the stewards' meeting, like, right. waiting to put our case, like, uh-huh. and to go out and do that. And then we, we, we didn't want our case anyway. Uh-huh. Uh, I think it was three o'clock or something. I, I left at three and I think Frank Grimes and Ellen might have left after that. Right. Old, mm-hmm. I know, and then you know, it was organisers there too, Rick, and they were yes. still running the rally the next day. Like, uh, but uh, I left you in the bad place on the Saturday morning, never mind. Ah, uh, sure, we went out then. I don't know where we were on Saturday morning. Like, ten, I don't know, 10th or what we were like, but sure. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> we're not elsewhere then, but just to go the best you could then, see how it's. See I, what happened, like, you know. And it must have been hard even to go back to that level again, knowing that. You know, you had little chance really that 
or did, or did it fire you up to go again? We go, like we actually pulled ourselves up on the third. We'd actually, uh-huh. we'd actually got past Bertie again, and then he had problems on it. But we were going past him anyway. Uh-huh. And I thought I was on the second again. And of course, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and then Sunday was over Donegal Town in that country. Mm-hmm. Um, so everybody said, right, that's uh, the gap's too big. There's no point now in chancing this car. Like, this, mm-hmm. this car never got anything from Galway. Right. Brand new for Galway, like, but there was no money spent on it in between times. Okay. So done two fairly serious hard days. Mm-hmm. So the idea was to make sure it finished now, like, in second place, we're still second place. Like, mm-hmm. And I think Lovell had a bit of a diff problem. That's right, yes. Yeah, she's right started. near mm-hmm. the end of a stage and she coasted down the hill, like, mm-hmm. so. You know, if you think of it, had it been missing for real, uh, the extra pressure on who maybe we would have broke something, but uh-huh. oh, but yeah. uh, it was good. Like it was great to race him and uh, to get his respect. Yes, at that time, like from the people who you went out to watch and who you admired, mm-hmm. and for them to know your name and uh, respect you as a peer, like and. Yeah. and I can think Mark was regarded at that time as one of the fastest tarmac drivers in Europe, really, wasn't he? And he definitely was, like, and so we got into the famous Manx incidents and all the things that that went on after that, like, you know, so. Mm -hmm. But no, it was a good weekend, like, and so we made the most of it then. Mm -hmm. And, you know, looking back, do you feel, if you hadn't got the the time, you know, if you had got the time back, could you have raced them to the end? (laughs) I think when you can do the times like and, and uh-huh. you get the added wee bit of actually been on the hunt, hunt uh, for real then like you know yes that extra uh, uh, you always look back and say well Mark might have been going as hard as he was but I became very good friends with Terry Harriman through doing gravel notes for many a year yes uh, and Terry says no they couldn't have went any harder like we should have yeah. won the rally we had uh-huh. the beating of them like and that was huge of him to yeah that was a big thing uh, for him to, tell you to say that, that to say that afterwards like uh-huh. you know Yes, and we felt now we had it, you know. But that's ups and hands, make pots and pans. No, this is it. Aye, this is it. Yeah. So mm-hmm. he uh, won it, we didn't. So that's the bottom line. Uh, and like still, you know, I suppose when somebody told you in Friday morning you the funny second you'd have took it as well at the same time. You know, no, so, I, I think somebody told you in Ascona against that if you had uh-huh. been that caliber with, of entry. Yep. Yeah, so. I racing with Verdi and Fisher and the boys like and, and uh-huh. like somebody like Global, you'd have been over the moon. And we were like, you know, because we yeah. were just still reasonably still naive privateers, like at the, uh-huh. at the end of the day, like, and we were still making silly mistakes. And do you know, we didn't No, And the uh, car that was five or six, six, five or six years out of the eight, really, at that stage, really, I, wasn't well, it? Well, it, was, it was a cracker of a car, like, uh-huh. the, 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 the way it hung on right. on a dry day. Uh-huh. Uh, it was sore on you, know, but it just got hit. Got stuck uh, in the corner. Aye, because right, there, you know, there was no power steering in the big wide oh, wings. There no power steering in the big <laughs> nine-inch fronts and ten-inch rear. Was that thing? Uh-huh. Was, you know, yes. Oh no, it was like but I was. Like, <laughs> You're uh, not by the end of all. It was a real good car. Now I have to yes. say, a real good uh-huh. car. <laughs> and um, we don't show it. We finally second. Then was it to Brooks? Yes, I didn't. Killarney in the same car. Yes. It's destined to be second. So Brooks came over to Brooks come over to do the. Do Clarity won the championship or something? They won the championship because there was uh, fifteen thousand in prize money for one championship. Right. Uh-huh. From Ford as a Ford thing, so yes, uh, little they ran the car, so they come over and uh, I would the car now that done that was his third event at that stage, and there were a few cracks starting to clear, like we right. started to run out of brakes and the exhaust fell off it, and we couldn't uh-huh. hear the intercom. And, you know, we yes. small things like that, like but uh, yeah, just I feel like I get the money. Brooks won the rally and we were second again, so. Mm-hmm. That was James Conlon and myself, Kevin Benetting, talking rally. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. In the next episode, which is due out next week, I'll speak to James about his later career starting from 89 onwards. We look at those two famous Donegal ones, the one in the Cork 20 in the Group NS Cosworths, and also the 1990 Manx. It's a fascinating story. I hope you enjoyed it. And can you please like and share the podcast? And if you're listening to that one, can you please rate the podcast? It would be gratefully appreciated. Until the next time, take care. And here's a few wee teasers of what's going up next week. Well, James, pinch yourself. You're the winner of the Donegal International Rally. Yes, it's still a bit hard to believe, but uh, I think it's just difficult at times there to keep back the tears coming up the road, all the emotion coming out, all the, the tension this last few days. Um, we've tried so hard this time, we've came so close so often and it's just 
great to get there in the end of You've been so much part of this rally, you've been clerk of the course, you've won your class in it before. Did you ever dream this moment would come? I think everyone involved here dreams of something like that. Like, this is my hometown, home county. I've run the rally, I've been involved with the motor club for 10 years now. And I think to come now, that, that puts the icing on the cake. And Ellen, you know the sacrifice this man has made for rallying. Uh, at this moment, I can see the tears <laughs> welling there a little bit. Uh, I think James has said it all really. There's so many people who've helped to get us here today. And I think this win is as much for them as it is for us. James has tried so hard over the years and there's been a lot of if onlys. We've nearly won it two or three times. To actually do it at last is absolutely super. Give him a big handshake there, absolutely <laughs> fabulous. <laughs> a brilliant end to a season that's brought so much. I think it's always nice to win, but to come first overall, not just in the class, the whole thing, I think is absolutely wonderful. Tremendous. So just recount again the trophies that you've got this year. <laughs> well, we've won the uh, overall Group N Championship from the Tarmac, uh, Dunlop Tarmac Series. And we've also come second overall in the championship, I believe, as runner-up. And here we've come first overall and first in Group N. So a few pots to go home with, I think. Good smile about that one. The old B-seating in the Isle of Man, which we missed out on for a couple of years, and we eventually got it this year as well. So we're really pleased with that. Well, a high to end the year on, but what of next year? That's a $64 question, as they say. Um, hopefully all the association will continue, but it's too early to say what will happen yet. Popular wins don't come any more popular than this one. James Cullen has fulfilled his dream of becoming the first Donegal driver to win the Shell Donegal International Rally twice. Ellen Morgan has helped him every inch of the way. A beautiful example of history repeating. James has had to wait eight years for those magic Letterkenny moments to rematerialize. You know, we came here, we knew we could be on the hunt for you, we felt ourselves we would be on the pace, we have been in the past, and, um, but after Friday, we, I definitely thought it was, we lost it, we dropped the ball, you know. But the pace was such, you just never know, everyone's going so quick, everyone's gambling, everybody's going flat out, like, absolutely brilliant to watch, and fantastic to be involved in. Donegal never needs an excuse for a party, but there's going to be some party tonight. You could be sure of that. <laughs>